So are we doing it? We're back from our hiatus. It's been a minute, but the demand is just overwhelming. I mean, as strong as the Earth's gravity. Mm-hmm. It's one of the four pillars of science. What is that thing? Like one thermodynamics? F- no, I think it's one of the four um, forces of nature. Mm, that's what I meant. So we are known as the Airstreamers Podcast. Welcome, folks. And uh, what's our tagline, Chris? We're here. We're queer. Give me my entertainment. <laughs> Welcome, folks, and thank you for being here for our uh, inaugural, is that the right word, episode, uh, See, I'm sorry, season two premiere, um, and we decided a couple things are going to change. First of all, our name of our podcast, like we said, is um, the Airstreamers podcast. Uh, I just felt like it made more sense to separate it a little bit from the show uh, of Airstreamers on Twitch, since they are two different mediums, you know, I think that makes yeah, sense, right? Yeah, when you consume through your ear holes... One you consume through your ear holes and eye holes. At the same exact time. Yeah. Uh, and, and if you laugh, then maybe you inhale a little bit of the show and then you're consuming through your mouth hole too. You know what I always freak out about when I was younger and people said that when you smell, you're kind of tasting a little bit of the thing, but then it's like the jokes are that when you smell like poop, like actual poop, like you're what? My, my, my little brain was like, am I eating poop right now? Yeah, I think you are. That's nauseating. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here we are, episode one of season two, and we are not even five minutes in, and there's a poop comment. So, ding, 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 we're right on track, and uh, here we go. On brand. Now, give me my entertainment. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, this podcast, um, we've decided, will take a little bit of a turn for a little bit. I don't know. We're going to let the mole people in the sky um, kind of decide for us as we go along, but uh, we figured, since we do consume quite a bit of entertainment throughout the weeks, um, we would love to share some of our thoughts as the weeks go on. So, for example... Um, I have been obsessed with Elden Ring in case you didn't know. Apparently Chris says that people all over the world know that I have been obsessed with Elden Ring. Um, literally the whole world. So I would like to share some of my thoughts. Uh, I would also like to share some of my thoughts on some TV and, uh, whatever else we consume. And that's it. Uh, it is likely going to be, um, a podcast that is weekly, perhaps, Perhaps not. As long as we don't get lazy again, because, you know, we like our downtime. We do. But I will say the last time, uh, what? Uh, not the last time, but I guess if we're going to qualify to season one, um, it was just a, a little bit all over the place in the sense that we didn't have a trajectory. We didn't know what our what words we wanted to say. Um, and then at some point we are in out of words and that's completely fine. But you know what? We are right back where and we And now we've got really strong pillars. We're here, which is... Physically present. Mm -hmm. That is a definite requirement. Two is we're queer. Uh, Yes. Yes, please. Did you? Are you? uh, Very much so. Okay. I was just And then we're literally soliciting something. Give me my entertainment. Now, you know what's funny about that, Chris? You're soliciting entertainment from the listener that we are out of touch with. And then we are basically saying we're going to give you entertainment into your ear holes. Yeah. It's kind of like the the poop situation. Mm -hmm. Somebody poops and then you inhale it. And then (laughs) then you're getting secondary poop 
in your nose holes. It makes the most perfect sense in the world. Um, so with this inaugural episode, which I I'm keep saying that word because I like it, but I hope it's the right word. Uh, we have a couple things that we want to uh, talk about. So first off, Chris, tell us what are reborn are we born again podcasters now? Is that- <laughs> sure, that's a phrase you can use. Um, and that certainly does not elicit any other type of No, there's uh, no connection, connection to anything whatsoever. else. Uh, tell us, Chris, since we're going to be discussing entertainment and uh, stuff, what have you been playing recently? Oh my God. I started this game called Dyson Sphere. Well, I, like, probably like around Christmas time, right? It was whenever you got your computer and you were just browsing on Steam, and uh, I and a, a follower on Twitch. Um, I was kind of just exploring it, and this follower was like, "Who I really respect her gaming opinion," said, "Yeah, that's really great. I had a great time. You should try it out." And it's been a love story ever since. It has. So I would like to hear first of all, did we just say the name of the game? Dyson Sphere Program. Yeah, Dyson Sphere Program is the name of the game. Now, at the time that Chris was looking at this game and he said, oh, there's a cool game about building a Dyson Sphere. I'm like, what is that word? Like, is it the vacuum, the suction game? Like a game about suction? It is not. And it is not. And I learned a lot. But why don't you share with us then what is a Dyson Sphere? What's the concept behind it? And uh, yeah. I, um, so I... Speaking of give me my entertainment, I really love all stuff um, astrophysics. I think it's just really fascinating to think that we're like a little blip in the universe and then that there's this gigantic universe out there that is unexplored. So I like this stuff and I do watch YouTube videos on like space news and astrophysics and all that kind of stuff because it's just a good time, you know, who needs sitcoms when you have a good old theory in you in YouTube? A good old universe to explore <laughs> that never ends and is constantly expanding. And so there was, I think, I didn't, I think there was an astrophysicist or a theoretical physicist or somebody who is who um, theorized, like in a thought experiment, that there were different levels of civilization. Um, and I think it was his last name was Dyson, the scientist. The like civilization zero, and don't quote me on this, these numbers and facts. I mean, don't come here for facts because we're going to no, just. Yeah. I think civilization zero is that you can fully harness the power of your planet. And so we have not yet reached that because we use part of the power of our planet, but not the full capacity of it. Then the step beyond that is that you can harness the entire um, power of your host star. Wait, you mentioned the power of the planet that we're like harvesting or whatever. Is this why gas prices are so high? Yes, absolutely. Because we're really itching to get to that civilization level. Oh, we're like rushing. mm -hmm. Uh, And everybody's using up the gas and then it's like it becomes a scarcity. Mm -hmm. Scarcity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Thank you for clearing that up. Anyway, when you get to this next level, the general concept is this Dyson sphere, which is you can imagine just totally enclosing the star with some structure to just suck all the energy out of it. And that's what a Dyson sphere is. And then there's like a level beyond that where you're like, you are as a civilization are able to harness the entire 
energy of a galaxy. So you know how I'm going to just put it into terms that I can maybe understand. Um, you know how like the USB power adapter for uh, your devices, like your iPhone or something, it's that little brick. Yeah. And you've, and it's like there's plastic around something. Mm-hmm. And then inside of that something, there's energy that is being sent from there to somewhere else, like your phone. So you're saying in an alternate universe, multiverse situation or something, inside of that power adapter is a whole entire sun. And we're taking the power of that sun and doing something with it and sending that. Yeah, like if you think, okay, so if you think, what if we just took uh, drills and just drilled all of the oil out of the planet and just had it in reserves and then just did whatever with it to turn it into energy? Would gas prices go down? Maybe for a little bit, but once you burn (laughs) it enough, then it's going to go back up again. Until it's near the end and it's going to be... And then it's a mad dash to mm -hmm, get the gas. To the final gas. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I haven't put in my car for five years? That's not true because your car is literally in the shop (laughs) and you've been pumping that gas. The answer was gas, (laughs) but I have a loaner car because of a whole situation that took place, which included me running over my car with Chris's car. Uh, We have talked about that on uh, a host of different things. Yeah, yeah. Um, And so right now I am driving a a fossil fuel car and I pumped my own gas today, speaking of. That's why gas is on my mind. Yeah. And also is that uh, the Mexican food that I ate? (laughs) Or you didn't eat. Yeah, I didn't eat. It was too much. It was very good, tasty, but it was an entire block of cheese, which, like, who complains about that? Cheese I can't sweats. even believe I'm it's complaining. cheese sweats. But I did have a little bit of cheese sweats, not going to lie. You know, the cheese sweats coupled with uh, refried beans is a Mm-mm. bad, bad... It's a bad time. Yeah. Um, okay, so then... Okay, so, yeah. couple questions. You have... Uh, you are... You're, the goal of the game is that you are building... Uh, structures and things from a very low point to then ultimately yeah, get the power the of the Yeah, it's the progression of a, of a civilization, basically. You start where you have pretty simple um, tools and you ultimately move on to get to the point where you're building Dyson spheres around suns. And then isn't it true that stars. you build like a, a, a temporary sort of sphere but then you build a bigger one around it and it keeps going until yeah yeah so there's like different levels of it and you it's ultimately this game is that's the concept like the concept is that you're a civilization moving through technological advances but the mechanism of the game like the way that you move through that game is what's called like a management or like a logistics game and so you're sort of what i'm doing in the game is I move through these different technology stages, but you can think of like building a factory and having the factory produce one item there at a lower level and then get to like ultimately mass producing things that are more advanced by taking the simpler things and combining them together. So other games similar to this that um, I have heard of in life is Factorio. Which I also loved and beat. And Satisfactory. Yeah, which I love. Um, but I haven't played yet because I'm still sucked into Dyson Sphere. No so, no pun intended. So I would like to enact something called uh, the flow theory of gaming, um, which you're hearing here, um, folks, for the first time. So if this goes viral, I mean, 
you're welcome. Um, but basically, a lot of reviews sites typically end up reviewing games on like a scale of like one to ten, a variety of different things, like how good the graphics are, how good the game is, uh, how good the gameplay is, how good the music is, all these different factors. And I always think about the fact that how much has a game sucked me in where I feel like no I did. No pun intended. Um, where I feel like all I can think about is the game and how easy is the game to get lost in for hours and hours at a time. So the reason I call it the flow theory is because in um, in the world of education and teaching and learning and stuff, you there is something called the flow theory where when you reach a state where a student or let's say you're the student yourself um, is learning information, the information being provided to the student is at, an, is at a, a level that is is um not too low like where it's it's so you're so far above beyond that but it's also not too high where it's unachievable for the person to to understand it's this sort of perfect um place called uh when you reach this place it's called like you're in the flow um and that's where the flow theory is that you always want to try to reach that point when you're um learning but i think of it in the world of gaming there are many games where i play where i never really get get it. I never, it doesn't click for me. I move through along and I do the things I'm supposed to do, but it just doesn't feel fully immersive or enjoyable because of a variety of different things. Um, I think just observing you playing this game that your flow theory rating for this game is pretty high. Oh, it's how would you say? Yeah. Yeah. Because you know what happens is like when you mass produce these things and like, it could be like an iron bar. It, It could be a microchip like a processor. Um, So when you start to do this and you start to feed those simpler elements into the more complicated elements, the more complicated elements that you make, the more, more complicated elements that you make, the more of those lesser elements you're going to need to produce. And so there's this constant balance of trying to produce enough simple items to feed into that larger tree, like that larger chain downstream from, from the production. And I think that's kind of like the, the flow that you get into constantly like fixing, producing, going back and correcting, producing more, and it's like really nice flow. So as an observer to this game, because I've watched Chris play a lot of it, I will say that it, there is something very addictive to this idea that you are um, going with a little bit more time. You'll you'll get some sort of new thing that will make your factory building a little bit better, a little bit better. Yeah, it's those like um, uh, quality of life things. Like, I call it's it like- carrot dangling. Like, I think a- the game does a really good yeah. job at dangling a carrot that constantly looks so scrumptious yep. that you're always moving forward. And somewhere along the way, yeah. it maybe drops a little sliver of it that you got to taste and you're like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I want need to more get of going. that. I, yeah. want, I want more. Except I, I think it like cheesecake, dangling the cheesecake. Mm. Did you ever watch uh, the movie with Rick Moranis with the children? Oh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah. Who's Rick Moranis though? The one, the main guy with the glasses. Oh, really? Is that the guy? From, he's from Spaceballs, right? That is him, I believe. Yeah. Uh, the the Dar- I don't know his name in it. Darth the Darth Vader like esque one. Yeah. Um, I don't know his name. Yeah, um, yeah. But so in that movie, they go on the ants, and the 
they need to get back into the house. I don't remember. In my mind, those ants were real. Oh, like, they the, looked it's, realistic. It's needle feeling. It's but the, is it bad? Mm. I imagine going back now and looking at it, I would be like, No, Ooh. I actually think that they were made, a, they were like real animatronic things that they like sat on, in my brain at least, like that they physically were on. But anyway, there's a scene where they, ca- they dangled the carrot, and that was the way they got the ants to move forward, where the ant will always yeah. move forward. But now that I'm thinking about it, if the ant is as giant as like a 18 wheeler to them, how in the big, how in the world, what size is the carrot that they were using? I don't think it was a carrot. I think it was like a crumb. Oh, you're totally right. It was a crumb. Oh my God. Can you imagine the size of that carrot? Oh yeah. That, it just wouldn't work. It would be the size of a rocket ship. Yeah. Which you do get to build at some point in Dyson Mm -hmm. Sphere. So how much further away are you at beating Dyson Sphere? So I could have beaten it hours ago, but I like I have 160, I think, hours in this game since December. I am just like I want to complete all the things um, before I actually say, yes, I've done the final thing of like checking the last box and complete technically completing the game. It still continues afterwards, but um, like you can continue to work. I'm surprised at your ability to stay back and not like quote beat it for me i feel like my goal in life is whenever i play a video game is to reach the credits and when i see credits i consider that to be completion like i've complete i can safely say i completed or slash beat that game whereas um with chris it seems right now you're very good you're very much just oh it's been like 40 hours that i've been able to beat the game and i've decided not to yeah but I think it's because this game, uh, that's not every game. This game is a perfect game for me. It has that whole space concept, the technology aspect to it. And it's this this uh, management logistics game. Like, you know how much I like. If I were to just sum up my YouTube viewing, it's three components. It's cooking. It's uh, how things are made in factories, because I think that's fascinating when they mass produce like graham crackers and i see the process of going from graham to cracker Mm -hmm. and then the like astronomy uh astrophysics that i talked about this checks two of those buckets boxes and there's really not a lot of things out there that can do that if this had food in it i mean home run but I don't think that there's a logical way to connect those three things. Yeah, unfortunately, your main character is a mech who, in in a way, you are feeding the mech, but you're feeding them energy, or you're feeding them things yeah, I'm that giving can them like energy. deuterium. Yeah, fuel and so therefore, that does, I mean, that doesn't sound delicious. Who's when's the last time someone said like, "Oh my god, I need to give order, me another deuterium um, yeah. fuel rod"? I'll have please, a number two uh, with a side of deuterium. Yeah. Fuel, rod. fuel rods. Mm-hmm. That's hard to say. De- deuterium. Deuterium. In Greek, vefterium, vefteros, second, something second. Yeah, it's actually, I think it's a, um, like it's, I think it's hydrogen that has an extra proton or neutron, mm-hmm. and then it like is heavier. It's like heavy hydrogen, I think. Got it. So, Chris, thank you for sharing um, all of your love for Dyson Sphere. Oh, it's program. so good. Um, we would like to keep you keep. Uh, we would like for you to keep us uh, abreast of the situation with your completion for it. I you will. Know? I will. You know, can you, are you going to beat it right after this? I single handedly will bring the human race to. Uh, the next civilization type, according to Dyson. Uh, yeah, and you know what? In fact. 
all of the ear holes who are hearing this now know what a Dyson sphere is, yeah. which means that they may share that information with their loved ones. And then at some point we, you might in, in fact be quickening the process for us to get. To I agree. The actual we could Dyson have sphere. somebody, a, a little youngling out there listening to this podcast, just planting the seed early in their brain hole that this thing, this concept exists and they might just devote their life to it. And then, you know, by the time we're ready to retire, we're going to be just Dyson sphering everything. Mm -hmm. Hopefully that youngling is not met with uh, an angry Anakin Skywalker though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, no, I don't, I don't think so. Um, Only good which actually listen. speaking of, we're also, we don't have much time left, but a couple other things we are doing throughout the week is we are also playing Lego Star Wars, uh, the Skywalker saga, which is a ton of fun. And something I can't believe how uh, much I'm enjoying is the humor of it. Um, they went whole hog with the humor. They are just, they're making fun of everything everything in the movie with uh most specifically jar jar i would say i couldn't believe that i was laughing at things that jar jar was doing in the in the game um anakin is really funny uh little anakin is funny you know what's his name uh, hayden christian hayden yeah, big anakin is his acting is funny yeah <laughs> um so we're doing that uh and what else are we doing Oh, we're watching uh, Severance, which that's this is not a small little snippet. We're going to talk about Severance the next time we join um, on this podcast. Uh, we are also watching Moon Knight, which I think is phenomenal. And I'm, I'm here for Oscar Isaac. I think he's uh, an incredible actor. And most specifically, I said to Chris today, and, and this is how um, uh, what I got out of watching Moon Knight. He plays a character who has uh, basically split into two there's like a personality situation that's going on and so part of him is this british man and part of him is this american man and the british man is like a sort of weak scared person and then the brit the american man is this like fighter this like superhero essentially and the character uh oh is speaks... there underlying like uh oh like colonization stuff yeah no like uh like uh propaganda since mm, I think that's underlying propaganda. Mm, you're right. I just mm. as you described that, I just. But you know what's interesting, though, we the, can't go into this already, and we—I mean—we'll start another episode on this. I know. No, I'm not going into it. What I wanted to say, the final thing I wanted to say was, I am fascinated by Oscar Isaac's acting to the point where I'm realizing, and I said to Chris today, how completely underutilized the character of uh, Poe was in the star wars saga like seven eight nine he was great and he was fun it was exciting but certainly not like given the ability to act you know and what a waste totally yeah, meanwhile they're just giving anakin all the screen time right unbelievable yeah, can you like, imagine if oscar isaac was that character the uh, the nuance that would have been present i think it would have been really good oh my god so it, good though i would love the sand scene I would we would have been crying like or sand yeah crying by the end of the sand scene okay listen we need to wrap it up because we'll just keep talking <laughs> all right so folks um, only have so much internet on their phones so net and and storage you know they download 
usually. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The next time we're going to talk, we'll talk about some more stuff. Uh, I did not get a chance to talk at all about Elden Ring or uh, this new Switch game that I'm playing. Um, but that means we have more content for you all. And that was the point of why we yeah, kind of switched the you know, uh, structure of this. We're here. We're queer. Now, now give, give me, me my, my entertainment. entertainment. Oh.